Hey y'all, this is Allie Spears, your host of the Ag Chicks podcast, where I cultivate connections with the women who are helping feed the world. Meet Cammie from Strayhorn, an animal management company with an exciting story. From the first cattle vac box prototype, made from a fishing tackle box to the current lineup of shootside organizational products, Strayhorn has grown leaps and bounds from their roots on a ranch in Colorado. Join Cammie as she takes us through what's been, what is, and what's to come for Strayhorn. Cammie, well, I'm super excited to sit down and finally chat with you about a lot of different things today. Uh, first off, if you are unaware, where the heck have you been? Strayhorn Animal Management is the best in the business, and I'm so excited to have them as a sponsor for Ag Chicks. Um, and I'm excited for the listeners and viewers today to really get to know a little bit more about you, Cami, and also kind of the business as a whole. Uh, so let's kind of start at the beginning, if you don't mind. Cami, where are you from? Yeah, so thank you so much for having us on. Super excited to share a little bit of my story as well as Strayhorn's story. Um, I feel like a lot of people know bits and pieces, but maybe not the whole thing. So I am actually a native Tennessee girl, East Tennessee. So I am born and bred and raised and live here. So I definitely love me the good Smoky Mountains. <laughs> well, perfect. And then um, I know you kind of, we were just chatting a little bit before we hopped on today. And you mentioned that you do not have a background in agriculture uh, obviously you've been, uh, adopted or inter intertwined into it now through your kind of role at Strayhorn. Uh, but what has it been like for you to not have a background and almost kind of be emerged in it so heavily? Yeah, it's been super interesting to sort of be accepted into the community or the family, if you will. Um, everyone's been super welcoming, willing to teach me anything that I don't know. And I'll be the first to say that I'm super dumb on some things, but hey, we can overcome that. And there's a lot of resource in the community. Um, it's been so interesting to see sort of how everyone works through adversity and challenges and works together, um, as well as sort of maintaining their legacy that their family left behind, which I find very fascinating and super interesting. Um, sort of honoring the generations that have gone before and continuing to build that legacy for the years to come. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, you know, sometimes people uh, get concerned or worried because they don't have a background in agriculture and then they find themselves in ag. But I think honestly too, that perspective of, hey, this is not how I grew up. Like, why are you doing that? Uh, is really kind of something important that maybe sometimes we don't think about too. So um, it's just yeah. interesting to have everyone's perspectives. I totally agree. And it's, I think it's helpful probably for the ag community to have that perspective as well that think, hey, this isn't actually how everyone grows up and lives and breathes and goes about their life. But the other interesting thing is just the way that you not only become a part of it, but you realize that everything is a bit based and rooted in agriculture and it's sort of that that piece that goes along throughout your life and then when you're actually immersed in that world you realize how big of an impact it truly has on sort of everyone's lives and their communities that they're part of for sure yeah I mean right we're we're feeding and clothing the world so what a what a crazy concept to uh 
be fully involved in if you haven't been haven't had that kind of experience previously. Um, but kind of along those same lines, what is your like background in and how did that background get you to kind of your role right now? Yeah, so I have kind of been immersed in the sales and marketing world. Um, and I worked for a previous startup as well, which gave me so much um, knowledge and skills and that kind of thing, just figuring out how does business work, how does life work, all of those things. And so um, when I was given the opportunity to join Strayhorn, it actually wasn't even a thing. So that was super exciting for me to sort of step alongside the owners and build it from the ground up. I definitely thrive on a challenge and sort of have a creative spirit. So it's nice to be able able to, in my career, have that freedom to use those things. Yeah. And so you just mentioned kind of, right, it was a startup, um, kind of built from the ground up and in all sense of the word right there. But what was that like being a part of something where um, you know, maybe like you weren't the owner or the founder necessarily, but you were kind of right there in the trenches with them. How, how was that? Yeah, it was super interesting. I definitely like, I probably take a lot for granted just the learnings and teachings, but going back and thinking through it about, I was just looking over the timeline the other day and I was like, okay, we fit a lot into a small amount of time and you sort of get caught up in the day to day and you're like, oh, we're just kind of going along, going along. But then when you stop and say, okay, no, we've made so much progress since here. And we've had tons of helpful mentors along the way. And it's not like, I really like to shout out Darla Bramwell. She is actually the, the creator, the inventor of the Cadillac box. And truly everything she did back in 2017 sort of set us up to be where we are today. She really put that in there. And it wasn't, I mean, when she chose to sell the, sell the company, it was, she'd gone through a lot of adversity in her life and there was a lot of things and she made that decision. And I respect that. And she sort of been alongside with us, maybe not as part of the business, but as a huge cheerleader for us, which has majorly helped us. Right. And I think sometimes those uh, maybe outside mentors, even though they definitely have like a vested interest are just as important as the people who are like doing the day-to-day of it, because sometimes you need someone's, someone else's perspective from the outside to be like, Hey, what, have you tried it this way? Or you're doing a great job, keep going. Uh, so I think those people are just as valuable. And so you just said too, 2017, um, I was trying to think of when I first saw the Cattleback box and it had to have been 2017 at maybe the Angus convention. Um, I feel like maybe that was my first interaction with the product. Is that, yeah. could that be accurate? Yep. That sounds right. So I'm not sure when she actually started working on it. I know she had a lot of, um, she had a big health pro- um, struggle and it sort of, and like I said, it's kind of born out of adversity, but when she was laid up and she sort of started thinking about it, that there is a better way to do this. Yes, we can DIY them. We can make them ourselves and plenty still do that, but there was sort of a way and a space for this purpose built product. And I mean, it started with as simple as a fishing tackle tray, um, which is kind of like necessity is the mother of all invention. And you sort of go and you start from something simple and just to see where it sort of came from has been 
really interesting to sort of follow that story, if you will. For sure. And yeah, so, okay, so started as a, take, walk me through this a little bit. So started as a tackle box, then she was like, hey, let me, you know, use this while I'm working cattle or kind of what was the, what was the thought process behind that? Yeah, so she was super frustrated at the organization aspect of it. Just like, I have all this stuff. What do I do with it? How do I keep it out of the sun? Yes, there's options and there's ways to do it, but like, I can do this better. So she kind of made her own version. And I think as she took those to community branding, everyone was like, hey, what's that? What do you have there? Um, which was super interesting just to sort of, and that's kind of how we built the company and continued to do the innovation is just try something, see how it works and then get feedback from the community because that those are the people that are going to use it every single year, every single month, however they, whenever, however they use it. And so that community feedback aspect's been super helpful. So as she kind of got down the line and realized, okay, there really is a market for this. Um, she got the product patented sort of design-wise and everything, and then moved on working with a manufacturer to help her build that product. And it's come a long way. It's come from being just a double-walled cooler to now it's a double-walled insulated cooler. And then we've done further iterations as we've learned more about what's working, what's not working, what needs added, that kind of thing. Very cool. Yeah. So I know, again, I'm trying to think back. So I was at, um, like I mentioned, the Angus convention. I was working, I think, as an intern there. And I was walking the trade show and I like came across it. And I remember like taking a picture of it, sending it to my mom and saying like, we got to get this for dad for Christmas. Like, what a cool situation. Because like the struggle, I feel like, like as a child, I vividly remember like my dad would have all of the medicine in the fridge in our house. And then we'd have like all these little coolers that we would take out to work cows. You would be worried about it sitting in the sun, having ice packs, like the whole nine yards. And my mom being frustrated because the medicine was on the counter. Like it was just a mess. And so totally a pain point for ranchers um, and farmers and whoever else may need this, these types of products. Uh, but then we got that for him and like, he still sends me, like occasionally like pictures of him using the original box that he got and like <laughs> to this day he's like yes like best product ever and so I was so excited when you guys kind of re-designed uh, and re-kind of emerged some some cool products and rebranded everything because it was one of those things where I feel like in agriculture right there's so many fantastic products that we use but kind of the marketing and social media is still a little bit behind the the curve in terms of like the industry as a whole and so when I found you guys on social media I was like oh my gosh like this is the original product and so just kind of a cool cool story of refining you guys and um now I mean it's it's my favorite product too that we use so uh kudos to you guys for finding a finding a pressure point and really leaning into that because I think it really does like again I can't say enough good things about the products I've used from you guys they really do make the whole process so much easier and so much more efficient. By ranchers for ranchers, together let's make ranching easier. Previously known as Cattle Back Box, Strayhorn has rebranded to better match their ability to push the envelope in creating innovative animal management products to serve the ranching community. Strayhorn is rooted in tradition and ranching legacy 
but they believe in the opportunity of looking at things with a new perspective to drive the industry forward. Check out all of the things that Strayhorn has to offer you and your herd. Yeah, it's so interesting to hear everyone's sort of experience because I feel like everyone sort of has that little story about their back box, where they saw it, where they found it. And to this day, it kind of blows my mind when someone comes up to a booth or whatever and they're like, I've never seen this before. This is the coolest thing I have ever seen. And I'm like, yeah, where have you been? Because <laughs> um, we want to share it with as many people as we possibly can because Yes, I, I completely understand. It is easy to DIY one. It is easy to use a styrofoam cooler, but to have that purpose built, hey, this has this feature to help with this thing, um, you just have even more peace of mind than you know, everything's gonna be organized, kept cool, out of the sun, all of those things. Well, even just like the simple concept of like the colors for the different um, like syringe holders on the top, like you know, there's certain ones that you don't want mixed with other things or certain things that have to be cold and certain things that don't. And so just like even that, like, okay, I know that this is whatever and I'm putting it in blue and this is orange and I'm putting it, you know, just like that simple thing. It just takes like potential air out of the whole process. Um, yeah. And so I think it's a great reminder just for entrepreneurs and anybody, right? That just find something that you are struggling with daily and it can totally be a successful business and help so many people too. Yeah. Probably the funniest story that I hear on repeat and repeat and repeat is people that will buy them for Christmas for their husband or for their dad or somebody. And they take one look at it and they're like, no, I do not need this. I have this figured out, whatever, but thanks. And then we get the comments back about six months later, they used it in the spring or summer or whatever. And they're like, it's his favorite product. After the, all the eye rolls, he's obsessed with it and he wants to use it and use it and use it. And now it's the main thing we go to do when we first start thinking about vaccination. So it's just really funny. I have heard that story so many times. Yeah. And that, like, I'm going back to my dad, right? He has that original, like, tan model with, like, the cattle vac box, like, logo and, like, on it. And, um, that thing is beat up because he uses it all the time, but it's still, I mean, it still works. And what is that? Eight years later, almost, uh, I guess a little under eight years. Um, but crazy, crazy, yeah, crazy. They but definitely don't die. <laughs> no, they're built for the long haul for sure. Um, so kind of going back, I guess, to the story about the evolution and the business. So they're 2017. It starts, you guys realize, you know, you've got something there. So what did that look like from your perspective of marketing? Um, like what, like ranchers and farmers are not the easiest people to market to sometimes, just like you just mentioned, right? They're like, I can do this better. I have a DIY system that I'm using. How have you guys really been able to kind of break into that market, I guess? Yeah. So I think Darla did an amazing job just showcasing it to people saying, this is a product, this is something that you need. And there really wasn't anything purpose-built on the market at that point. And it was like, hey, that makes tons of sense. So honestly, the first few years were just massive organic growth, which was amazing. We purchased the company in 2021 after Darla decided to sort of move on. Um, and at that point, 
it was a super, super challenging time, obviously mid COVID um, and so many things volatile in the world and we are kind of peak resin crisis and all of that. And so we really took a look at it and said, how do we get this in front of more people, more than we can just reach in our own backyards? Um, so that's been, awareness has just been a huge thing. Just like I said, there's so many people that are like, I've never seen this product before. Um, so we've definitely tried to just expand that reach and make sure we build our community so that everyone's aware of the innovations that are available. And have, you know, with the rise of social media, I guess, has that been like a powerful tool for you guys? Has it been a source of pain? Like I know how social media can be sometimes, um, but like what have you guys found to be your biggest um, like benefit or like piece of marketing um, benefits, I guess? Yeah, so it's been super helpful for us to sort of expand our community, like I said, so tapping into, say, maybe AgTrick's community or um, building those relationships further out. And then it's also given us a chance to show everyone a bit more like how the product's used, the different features, all of that kind of thing. So you see it in a picture and it's a bit hard to say, hmm, what does that do? Yes, let's see, I get the overall benefit, but I'm not getting the full story. Um, so that's been super helpful for us to sort of expand that aspect and say, hey, there's a lot of different things you can do with this. There's a lot of different ways you can use that. And that's sort of our philosophy. We're not here to tell you how to ranch. We're not here to tell you what to do with your cattle. We're just here to provide those resources so that you can think about other things that are more important. Um, we're just, we, you know that this is a solid product. This is going to be here to help you with those aspects of things. And as things have grown, obviously you guys have done the rebrand um, and kind of transformed it into what it is now in terms of Strayhorn animal management, but you've also added quite a few products. So what has that kind of looked like for you guys in terms of growing in not only customers, but also kind of product lines? Yeah. So not long after we purchased the company, we kind of combine it with another product line company brand that people know us. It was Sagebrush Tags. So we brought on those tags and that was, like I said, in the height of sort of the resin issue. The industry lead times were honestly embarrassing. Um, I think every rancher can relate to that. And they're just like, I can't even get ear tags. And as a tag supplier, as a tag dealer, that was so, so frustrating for us because we're about helping the rancher and there was literally nothing we could do to help. I said, it was like hard conversation after hard conversation. And yes, the ranchers were sympathetic. They understood, they saw what was going on. They knew sort of our hands were tied, but at the same time, it was like, there has to be a better way to do this. And so that has been a huge thing for us to really so we brought on our own line of tags we now don't drop ship tags we um, have our own brand we're bringing on a premium line in the next few months as well as we have our own custom laser and the sense for bringing all of that in the house was just to make sure that we can serve our customer how we want to serve our customer and how our customer deserves to be served um, so that's been really interesting, obviously taking a lot more things online. Of course, we'll answer the phone, always take an order of the phone, anything if you need us. But 
giving ranchers that option to do it the e-commerce way has really helped, especially as these new generation is coming in and sort of there's a lot of first generation farmers, ranchers right now. Um, so that's been a really interesting journey and definitely not linear and we've made lots of mistakes, but um, that's been so interesting to pull in those new products. And then as far as adding other products, we're so much more than just a cooler supplier or a tag supplier. We really wanna be there to help the rancher have the things they need, be able to get the things they need so they can have the freedom to focus on their animals, all the other things they have to think about. We get it, they're super busy. So um, our product development team has been very hard at work. We, one of our biggest assets is our customer feedback. So we take note of anything we get told, anything we get asked for, and try to really look at that on a weekly basis and say, okay, how do we serve our customer better? Um, and I'm not saying we're doing perfect at it, but just adding those further products, it's like how, what can we do to share more, make things make a little bit more sense, do something that, like you were just talking about the colored ring, things that someone has an idea about and we can replicate it and share it with everyone. It's really tapping into that sort of the rancher's innovative spirit and all of that. Yeah, no, and I'm so glad you mentioned and um, so glad that you guys have the model of kind of the feedback thing because it's not easy to please everyone, obviously, and everyone has their own thoughts and opinions about things. But I think especially in an industry where like they ranchers are doing the work, right? Like they're the ones who are going to be doing it day in and day out. And so they know what works best for them. So the fact that you guys are open to that feedback and open to modifying or changing things to really work for the rancher, I think is something that will continue to provide sustainability for your business. As you mentioned, the generational change, right? Like, yes, you have the online platform, but you're still taking calls. And so really like understanding your customer and understanding your customer segments. I think you guys do really well as the generations and as like everything continues to evolve in the ranching and, and agriculture industry. Uh, so I commend you guys on that because that's not easy to do, especially in a kind of ever-changing, but yet still kind of rooted in tradition type of industry like ag. So kudos to you guys for that one. <laughs> Thank you. And that's, that's what I think I mentioned it before, but we always say we're not here to tell you how to ranch, how to do things. It's all about supporting you guys in that journey. And so that's why any little bit of feedback, I know it takes 10 seconds to send or pick up the phone and call us, but we want to hear it and we will make time for it because that, like you said, is the key to our sustainability and how do we actually evolve this product to be helpful. For sure. Yeah. And I think even just like adding the other products has been, you know, something, I mean, from the outside looking in, obviously, I don't know what it looks like on your guys' side. Uh, more inventory can lead to more problems, obviously, sometimes. Uh, but I think, you know, once people find something that they like and find a company that they like, they're definitely more inclined to go back to them for other things. And so I hope you guys have kind of found that through maybe their introduction was through tags or maybe their introduction was through the Cattlevac box. And then it's kind of created a long-term relationship as a customer, uh, customer base for you guys. 
Yeah, and that was kind of the big thing about expanding and rebranding to Strayhorn. So there was nothing wrong with Cattleback Box, but it was getting a little bit confusing between is this the product, is this the company? You've got pegs now, there's sagebrush, all of these things. And so we really wanted a brand that encompassed what we want to do within the industry and really gave us that platform to serve our industry better. Um, and it's gone over with amazing feedback and it's been really nice to sort of have the community rally around us and say, hey, we get you, we see you, we understand what you're doing here. Um, and just kind of giving us that storyline and that basis that says, this is what we're doing within the industry and this is how we're doing it. And yeah, it's might not be the same way that everyone else does it, but that's the point. We don't tend to want to fit in the mold. Obviously we want to serve the customer how the customer wants to be served, but at the same time, I mean, you can see it in our little cockeyed O, it's not sort of um, the traditional expected route. It might be done a little bit of a different way. And we sort of pride ourselves in that, knowing that we can still get the job done, but we don't necessarily have to fit within that same mold that everyone has to fit there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where kind of innovation and moving forward and kind of moving the needle of industries comes from is you understand what's happening, but you can also look at it through the lens of like, what can we do to make things better, easier or longer lasting or more efficient or whatever the case may be. Uh, but speaking of Strayhorn and the rebrand, where did kind of the name and thought come from? If there's a story behind that? Yeah, there is. So I can tell you, we spent a lot of time on it because we wanted to make sure it actually made sense. So um, like I sort of alluded to a little bit, so you have sort of the stray horn, you think of an animal that maybe has a stray horn. It's not what you expect. Um, it sort of goes in a little bit of an untraditional sort of direction, if you will, um, as well as still tying back to the whole agricultural route. Um, so it's all about sort of that little bit of unexpected, yet it's still there within the industry. So kind of our main difference is just that efficiency, giving you that by your side approach, all of that. So our CEO actually came up with it. And the first time I heard it, I was like, I don't know, not sure, but it's definitely grown on me. And I, I think it definitely sort of portrays who we are and what we're doing. So well, and I think, as you mentioned earlier, right, it just kind of clears things up in terms of like, there's the company and then there's the product lines. And so just being able to understand and just kind of talk about things too, like, oh, where'd you get that? I got it from Strayhorn, but here's the product and those types of things. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that's cleared things up for you guys. I think it's great. I love the colors and just like the brand of it. I think it's just simple kind of, you know, and kind of like you said, goes back to a little bit of the tradition, but yet it is a little bit funky and a little bit different the way you guys have like the wording and the logo and stuff. So I am a fan. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. It was a big project, but I think we definitely sort of accomplished what we wanted to accomplish there. So yeah, for sure. And then as you guys are kind of moving forward, right. And going, we've talked a lot about products and stuff, but you're always coming up with things and changing things and moving forward what are some things that you guys maybe have in the works if you can share anything anything that's not uh you know ip information <laughs> at this point 
Um, but any any insiders tips you guys might have down the pipeline? Yeah. So number one, I will say, I just reiterated again, if you have feedback, we want to hear it because we're constantly changing things, little things. We have a list of saying, okay, next time we do this cooler, we're going to do this, this, and this, or we want to change this, or we don't like how this happened. But I would say probably the most exciting thing coming forward is within our shoot side line. So we obviously have majorly built that out this year. So we now have four coolers in that offering as opposed to only two. So we have the Boss Junior Sidekick and Handy Vet. And the Boss and Junior are sort of the redesigned new iteration of those. So there we have some things in the works to sort of bring all of those things together and make sure shoot side, they make sense. They're working together. And in a sense, our shoot side lineup is not, I'm not necessarily saying you need to have all four, four coolers, but it's saying, hey, you could have all four, four coolers depending on what you need, but maybe you only have one, maybe you only have two. Do what works for you. And so we have some things in the work to make that sort of all come together. Um, I'm pretty excited about the one we have in R&D phase right now. I think that everyone's going to be, it. it's not life-changing, but when you see how it all comes together, it makes total sense with the whole lineup. Um, and then as far as other products, we are in our identification range. We are actually bringing on like in a couple of weeks, a premium tag. So it's just a little bit higher quality of a tag has better laser marking with more laser additive in it so that we can ensure that stays even longer um, on the tag. And then that also has some additional colors and different offerings within that just that we don't have with our current lineup. Um, we've moved into the RFID space just a little bit, sort of tasting there, seeing how can we serve the customer there. And then beyond that, we're looking at adding some further categories. It's a bit up in the air still, but we definitely want to expand even further beyond that identification and vaccine organization line. So, Lots of stuff, sounds like. Yes, we've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. And as we kind of wrap up a little bit here today, uh, I kind of want to go back to you for a second and just kind of, you know, we've talked a lot, we've covered a lot of ground in terms of Strayhorn and kind of the evolution of the business, uh, but you've been a part of it as well. And so for you, what has been kind of your favorite part or maybe the most rewarding part of being along for the journey so far? Yeah, so I didn't actually mention this before, but my grandfather was a cattle rancher in Nebraska. He's sold out now, but it's been really interesting for me to sort of go back to those roots that I never really knew. I was quite young when he sold out um, and sort of be sort of connected to that. But then as well as just digging into an industry I didn't know anything about and figuring out and learning those people and figuring out how to serve them and I love having conversations with ranchers and just um, figuring out, sort of decoding what could we do better, how can we improve this, and then seeing and hearing those stories of, hey, this is this is how you've changed our ranch, this is how you've changed how we do things, and that's really rewarding at the end of the day to know we are making a difference in those ranchers' lives. For sure, I think, and I mean, don't take that lightly because I think you are. Like maybe it's just a product in someone's mind, but just like, I can't say it enough, just how 
quality the product is and how much it just makes everything easier. Like I know that sounds so silly, but when you're running hundreds of head through a shoot or when you're running six through a shoot, like just being able to do it in a safe way and not have to worry about the small things makes such a difference. So uh, I know as a rancher and as my dad and our family as involved in the cattle industry, we have appreciated your products uh, and everyone I've talked to who uses y'all's products cannot say enough good things as well. Uh, so continue to make incredible products and continue to kind of build y'all's brand because I think you will be uh, rewarded on the customer end uh, for sure. But as we wrap up again, I want to uh, let you kind of put any uh, way to contact you guys or ways to get in touch uh, if anybody is wanting to reach out or buy product, whatever that may be. Yeah, absolutely. So anything you need to know about us is going to be on our website. So that's just drayhorn.com. Super simple. And then we're really active, as you mentioned before, on the socials. We're there checking messages. If you want to send some pictures, send a question, send anything, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Um, so that's on Instagram. That's at drayhorn underscore animal management. Um, and then as well as just give us a call. Our phones are open. We're we're ready to chat, um, and we'll definitely be in touch. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cami, for sitting down and chatting with me. I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to know you and the company a little bit better. And I hope that those who have maybe been on the fence about Strayhorn products will definitely check it out. Uh, they do have such a user friendly website as well. Uh, so go check them out and, uh, we'll see everybody next time. Thank you so much, Allie. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Ag Chicks. Don't forget to follow along on social media at Ag Chicks for more agricultural related content. And also be sure to check out your favorite podcast gear from www.agchicks.net. We'll see you next time.